when the sun goes down, all the monsters come out to play. But even a monster needs something cool to listen to in the dark. Welcome to Geo After Dark. This is Kathy Podwell from Night of the Demons. I played Judy. Please check out Geo After Dark. We love Geo. Well, it's that time once again. It's time for yours truly here on Geo After Dark. I want to thank you for joining me. Well, it's a dark and stormy night here in SoCal. And I'll be damned if it's not raining cats and dogs. <laughs> what? Well, actually, it's raining just really hard. My cats are snuggled up around the pirate office, and poor Marley, the wonder dog, is going absolutely apeshit because she doesn't like thunder too much, and she sure as hell doesn't like lightning. So unless it's sunny and... Just a little bit of cloudy. She tends not to like weather all that much. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. So sure enough, she's just kind of freaking out a bit, even though she's got her Thunder Buddy sweater on. She's uh, still having a time of it. Well, that's okay. Because here at Geo After Dark, we'll keep you safe. So this past week, was very busy. I have a couple things going on. One, for those who haven't caught it yet, uh, I am actually working with Harvest Moon Motion Pictures and Television and Print Studios. We're going to actually make a really cool little book here. And uh, the process of which is kind of funny because <laughs> it's called... Uh, the Book of Brawn. Hell yeah! It's named after yours truly, and it has a lot of stuff that yours truly has said over the years in regards to social media. Things are sometimes poignant, other things are just sometimes damn funny. So, sure enough, I'm working on putting that all together. Man's got to know his limitations. And it should be out hopefully by uh, Christmas time. Make a great stocking stuffer. In any case, uh, I'm really excited to be working on that. Memes from the Vault is the uh, subtext in that. I think you're going to enjoy it. If you like what I do with memes and uh, hand-drawn, created memes and so forth, you're going to want to check this out. It's the Book of Braun, coming soon to you. Beyond that, I also was working this weekend at the Mystic Dragon Con Book Festival. Over at Frankincense in uh, the City of Industry. 
For those who don't know where that's at, the city of industry is literally a city of industry. A lot of, not so much in the realm of uh, cosmopolitan, if you would. It is full of uh, all kinds of businesses and shops and, well, not even shops, more along the lines of uh, warehouses and so forth. Anyhow, it's a very industrious city. And uh, it's got this one little area. It's called Frankenstein. It's been there forever. I don't even know how many years. But it's a big warehouse that turned into a fanboy and fangirl's paradise. I wanna cry and I wanna love But all my tears have been used all. It's filled with all kinds of uh, swap meat stuff that uh, both fanboys and fangirls enjoy. Well, this uh, convention, this exhibit, was actually held inside there. And it's only held, um, Frankenson's Expo, what have you, is only happening every Wednesday and Saturday uh, of every week. So this was a special event because here we are. All these artists are gathered together to make this uh, Mystic Dragon Expo kind of fun. So we ended up doing that, and it was a good time. Uh, Not a lot of sales to be had, but uh, I'll tell you something. Just like you heard there in the beginning of this episode after the uh, initial, you know, theme. Uh, met some really cool people. Hell yeah! Now, Night of the Demons, I would have to say, is definitely one of my favorite movies as far as horror goes. Why? It was very kind of inventive and fun. Plus, it had some true scares in there. Anybody who's seen the movie and seen Lenia Quigley's character uh, once she becomes possessed, yeah, it's pretty freaky, I'll be honest with you. Oh, that's nasty. So, sure enough, it's one of those things that I really do enjoy, especially around the holidays. And for me, the holidays mean Halloween. The past couple weeks I've been telling stories about Halloween, things that go on, things that go bump in the night. And the funny thing about Braun Manor here is that, yeah, it is haunted. Well... so often something happens but uh, for the most part I think the ghost who lives here is pretty calm about things Uh, the activity has definitely cooled down over the years since years truly first moved in but uh, every so often something happens that just can't be explained oh my and the end result is nothing really it's just kind of fun see I don't really have a fear of ghosts. Uh, do I believe in them? Yes, I do. Uh, I believe in energy that definitely uh, doesn't go away just because the body's no longer there. So, I believe that things like that can happen. 
especially in the house, especially depending on how much actual uh, energy was stirred up during that person's life. So, yeah, I think it's a possibility, ghosts. Um, nevertheless, here at Broad Manor, it pretty much leaves me alone. I don't really bug it too much, so we have kind of an understanding, an unwritten rule, if you will. Don't mess with me, and I won't mess with you. It's a trap! Is it something you miss? Needs to be closer than this. Needs to be closer than this. Needs to get closer than Something kind of cool that I do enjoy watching here in Broad Manor is a, a little show called Svenguli. Now, Svenguli has a, quite a history. It goes way back to the Midwest, way back to, I believe, gosh, it was the black and white era of TV. And it's changed hands over the years, but basically picture Elvira without the sexy. Instead, you have a character actor uh, who plays Svenguli, a wisecracking kind of... Uh, interesting gentleman and uh, it's kind of fun to watch so and he plays bad movies or just sometimes a lot of old movies from way back in Universal era where um, you know scary was not exactly as scary as it is today but definitely fun to watch some classics uh, you know that just recently they were playing Dracula's daughter now that you have learned what you have learned it would be well for you to return to your own country Dracula's Daughter was a very fun movie uh, along the, the, the Dracula franchise there of Universal Studios. So I definitely enjoyed that. But at this event here that I actually was at, I got to meet the actresses from uh, Night of the Demons. And it was really cool. Uh, Amelia Kincaid was super cool and very, very nice about, you know, wanting to do a little plug for me, but also she was great to talk to, so I was very happy to actually make a uh, little sketch while I was at this event uh, of her as her character of, you know, Angela. And all demonized and looking really scary, I think it looked pretty cool, and she loved it, so um, we talked a little bit about things that she does and so forth, and yeah, she's a mover and a shaker, man. She, she hustles quite a bit doing all the things that she does. I mean, everything from acting to she has uh, charity work. She does a lot of, uh, you know, stuff like that. And it's really interesting just to hear her talk about these things. And, well, here's a little more on that from Amelia herself. This is Angela from Night of the Demons. It's Amelia Kincaid here. And I hope that you all are listening to Geo After Dark or else I'm going to come get you. And you do not want Angela coming to get you. But I've got a new book out called Whispers from the Wild. This is my absolute wildest side. So the first chapter is about tigers in Thailand that I've encountered. 
magical encounters with the animals, how to communicate better with your animals at home, how to help save animals that are endangered around the world. And the second chapter is going to be elephants in Africa. We've got lions in Africa, great white sharks that I've had some wonderful conversations with, black mama that I've come face to face with. Not only did she let me live, but I went on to write a little bit about Night of the Demons 2 where I got to be a 30-foot snake, which may also explain why I was so comfortable around the most dangerous snake on planet Earth. And then there's a chapter on whales and there's a chapter on bees. So this is my absolute craziest, most scandalous, most revealing book ever. Also about my Aunt Rue McClanahan who was on The Golden Girls. A lot of the things that were going on behind the scenes with Rue and with me in all those crazy horror movie and rocker and dancer years. So I hope you all will go on Amazon, buy your copy of Whispers from the Wild right now, and your dogs and cats and horses will thank you. that I do here in the pirate office and at Braun Studios downstairs. You know, it's it can be kind of daunting. It really can be. You know, I'm a one-person, you know, ass-kicking contest here. So, for me, it's a matter of constantly just working, 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 and trying to make money in the process. I was recently hanging out with a couple of buddies of mine and we were all gathered around trying to figure out how exactly to make money doing what we do, which is something I, I tend to do every so often with these guys and they're really cool. But sure enough, I was talking to them and, and as we we're talking, it came into kind of focus the fact that I am a little further along than they are, you know, uh, and that's cool. That's really cool. I mean, as far as like, you know, for me, uh, putting my brand out there and doing what I do, uh, I've created quite a, kind of a really interesting brand, I think, and the idea of the empowered female character is really the central theme through everything that I do. Why? Because I love that. I think it's fantastic. I love the idea of an empowered female character. Indeed! It's, it's really just the admiration of enjoying uh, a character that rise up you know, and, and kind of go beyond what people might think or consider should be. So, uh, it's one of those things that I just really enjoy a f as a focal point, you know. And I, I try to route that through all my books. I really do. Uh, the most recent book, though, that I'm working on is, uh, well, I, the one that I just finished, which is Midnight Angel. Now, Midnight Angel is an interesting story in the sense that it, is ta it takes place in a certain period of time. 
Now, most of my books take place anywhere from the future to maybe modern day, and I jump around history a bit. But in this particular book, uh, it's kind of centered around the 80s, uh, is when all of this takes place, the late 80s. Uh, the storyline goes from there. And I have to admit, I really do enjoy kind of delving back into that. I grew up in the 80s. The 80s, I'm a fan. I wasn't at the time, which is weird. <laughs> when I was going through the 80s, but something happened, I don't know what, where I got nostalgic. And before too long, I realized, you know what? I kind of want to do a story about the 80s. You know, I've done a story about post-Civil War. I've done a story about, um, you know, the 30s uh, during Prohibition in, in the Dust Bowl area of America. And uh, I've done all kinds of stories that have, you know, parts of history kind of interweaved into it. So it was really interesting for me to actually kind of focus on a time period that I was a part of. And the 80s were an interesting time. They were a colorful time, but they were also just very interesting. So for me, it was really kind of fun to kind of delve into that and kind of bring across things that I remember being poignant, you know, during that time period. So it makes you also feel kind of old, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, I'm not exactly a spring chicken anymore. But it was interesting to kind of bring that into focus and it kind of guides it along, you know. Once you actually have a time period that people can remember, it almost helps them get into the story that much more, you know. Um, I'm kind of excited that the writing is really focused into something that really people can kind of grab onto and help them go into this little uh, amusement park ride that is my work. So, that's, uh, that's something I enjoy doing. Midnight Angel is getting printed as we speak. It's actually at the printers, which I'm very excited about. And we'll see how it looks, and hopefully it looks really great. I'm using a new printer. And if they are working well for me, I'll definitely let you know. And for those out there who are uh, artists, creators, somebody who needs a book done, if they do a good job, I'll definitely tell you all about them. Something kind of interesting that happened this past weekend as well. Now, like I mentioned earlier, uh, it was quite a stormy night this past evening. And for those of you who do like weather, this was definitely your, uh, your bag if you were in SoCal. Strangely enough, I mean, we went from a really, really dry summer. I mean, we're talking, the sky didn't open up, up once for us at all here in SoCal. Uh, I never saw rain really just not happened for so long ever. I mean, we're talking over six months where it's just really fucking dry. 
And then all of a sudden, you see the rain come just falling down little by little before too long, full on just coming down in buckets. It's just, it was fantastic. Not everybody out there I know is a big fan of the rain, but when you haven't had that kind of action for a while, it was pretty impressive to see, especially the thunder and lightning, which very rarely ever happens out here. It's, it's really kind of impressive how you don't really see that too much, but uh, we did the night and it was a great light show, let me tell you. Those of you who actually uh, like The Walking Dead, yeah, you probably watched the season premiere. And don't worry, there's not going to be any spoilers for those who haven't seen it and who like this podcast. I'm not into giving spoilers. But let's just put it this way. Um, bravo, number one, to the gentleman who plays Negan on the show, who is the main villain at this point. I uh, did an amazing job after watching this episode. Really, really good stuff. Um, I was impressed. I was, I was impressed. And the actor who plays Negan is named Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And if you know Jeffrey's work, uh, I mean everything from Supernatural. He played the father. To he played the comedian in the uh, Watchmen movie. The man has some acting, some real acting chops. So it's something that I think you definitely should check out he totally is a character you can hate so i would definitely go ahead and check that out if you give a chance jeffrey dean morgan very impressive work i think he took this acting uh, to a whole nother level because there's no likable parts of this character negan not even a little bit it's just that just interesting to watch well that time, I think. You know, I'm pretty tired after a weekend of fun and frolic, if you will, so yours truly is going to go ahead and sign off. But before I do, I just want to say out there, if you're having a hard time right now, and you're uh, enjoying what you listen to, well, thank you. And please feel free, if you can, go to my website, brawngraphics.com. That's B-R-A-W-N-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.com. Check out what I do some more. You're going to see all kinds of commission work I've done, everything from business cards to tattoo designs. You're going to see artwork I've done, including Tubbins and Wiley, uh, my tribute to my cats. Also, you're going to see Geo's Vixens, and Geo's Vixens is my salute to pinups. So all of these things are uh, there for you to enjoy. If you like what you see there, look at The Untold Chronicles, which is my first graphic novel series. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, until next time, good night, America, wherever you are. Really, Gio? Really? Paid for and sponsored by your friends at the Illuminati. All celebrity voices were impersonated. No duh. And all 
As we sit alone, I know someday we must go Lucky man to count on both hands, the ones I love. Some folks just have one, yeah, others they got none. Stay with me, let's just breathe. Sins never gonna let me win Under everything Just another human being Yeah, I don't wanna hurt There's so much in this world To make me Cleaner 